You're listening to the Finding Enough podcast with Jessica Joy Holt, where we will be exploring stories and journeys of how we can find we are enough within ourselves, as well as meditations, mental resets, and more. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. So, Welcome to the Finding Enough podcast. I'm Jessica Joy, and I have with me today my good friend, Faye Goodman. We actually met a few years back in India when we were both doing our uh, 300-hour yoga training at Rishikul and Rishikesh. So without any further ado, I would like to introduce this beautiful, amazing soul who also is in love with yoga and empathetic sharing and growing and all the beautiful things that I love. So here is Faye Goodman. Go ahead and say hi. Hi, thanks so much for having me. This is so exciting. Oh, I'm I'm super glad to have you. Um, I was telling her before we started recording about she was the first one that came to mind when I was thinking about who would be a good person to interview first for my podcast. Because it's kind of scary to interview somebody. <laughs> I haven't done that since college. Um, but yeah, when she was the first person that came to mind because she even when I first met her in India, just a very genuine, empathetic soul that just shines through and you can see. In her journey, if you follow her on social media or anything like that, she's always genuine to herself, always showing up for herself. And so she resonates so much with what I believe in, in the finding enough method message. So thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. That's so kind of you. (laughs) Um, So the only structured question I I told Faye we would ask today, because I just love our conversation in general. I know we're going to go on other tangents. Also, I don't keep these podcasts very long. (laughs) So the only structure question, Faye, that I have for you today is finding enough. Like I said, you resonate that message so hard, like so much whenever I see you in person and social media, all these things. Um, is there anything that resonates with you when you think of your story and your life and just finding enough to be who you are or how you show up? Anything at all that comes forward for you? I want to hear your message. Um. I would say it's an ongoing daily practice. I think it's not something that you kind of get to a certain point and you're like, okay, I found enough. That's it. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just one of those. um, I think when you go through your 20s, especially uh, your early 20s and when you're a teenager, it's always um, about finding who you are, really. And I guess when I was in school, I think we spoke about this already. I was a bit of like a a misfit. Like I was a bit sort of like, (laughs) where do I fit in? (laughs) I mean, uh, before we started recording, we were talking about, you know, all the witchy sort of things, like witchy books that we would read and little like lotions and potions. And like, I would do all that sort of stuff. And um, it took me a while to, I guess, find peace with that side that didn't, wasn't maybe the norm or I hadn't quite found my people yet. Um, And so I think it just took a while to really be okay with who I was. And, you know, I've been in therapy. I've, you know, I read all the books, like self-help books and everything. But I think there comes a point where you just have to be like, okay, well, working on yourself and finding yourself and finding enough is an ongoing thing. And there's, there almost becomes like a switch where you realize that you can read as many books as you like and you can do as much therapy, but until you actually realize that you don't need fixing, 
you don't need to work on yourself continuously for you to be worthy and be enough like you are that sort of person anyway just from existing yes um and I think that that just I don't really have a point where I found those moments, but I guess traveling is such a big one for me. You go to all these beautiful places and I think nature, like sunsets, I always think of sunsets and mountains and like beautiful views. In those moments, you're like, gosh, how amazing is this world that we live in? Like, how lucky are we to live in a life, live a life like this? I love that. And I mean, to me, all that resonates so true. I, you're probably familiar with Alan Watts and what you just described, it, that kind of like triggered, I'm going to probably butcher the quote a little bit, <laughs> um, but there was a quote from Alan Watts where it talked about waves don't think about how to be a wave and clouds don't think about like how to be the shape of a cloud or if their shape is right or correct or anything like that. They just are and they just be, and that is like enough to them. Like, and so kind of coming back to what you said, basically just restating it, it's, not that you actually have to change yourself too much at all. It's basically coming to terms with who you are and learning and doing personal development because that's who you are. You want to learn and grow, but not because you have to, to be a certain kind of enough for anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, like my yoga, like my first yoga training and then the one that we met like on, I mean, both of those were such incredible experiences. And I think like the true essence of yoga is, being in like being enough in yourself like knowing that you have everything within you that you don't need anything really material external I mean all of these things are helpful and you definitely need them to a certain degree but otherwise it's really just about your mindset and you know the power of meditation is so strong and that is just I guess, an amazing tool to be able to sort of sit and really like be with yourself um, to help you find, I guess, that feeling of enough. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just the amount of times I do this with myself being like OCD, ADD, all those, all those things. (laughs) Um, I'll notice whenever I'm getting really overwhelmed, if I just come back to the breath or a meditation, even if it's just a minute, literally walking away, completely feeling different. Oh, it makes such a difference. I feel exactly the same, exactly the same. I've just been doing a yoga nidra course and, oh, yoga nidra is the dream. Oh, like conscious sleep. I can't think of anything better. Right. You just feel so restored when you come out of it. Would you like to, um, for those who probably don't know, would you like to explain yoga nidra a little bit? Well, yoga nidra is literally what I as I said, conscious sleep, that's basically what it is. But you lie down, it's kind of like a guided meditation and you do drift off it into like a sleep-like state. But I guess the whole aim isn't to fall asleep actually. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, it's why when you wake up in the morning, you feel like a state of bliss if you've had such a nice um, deep sleep because sleep is so healing it's so restoring and this is exactly what it does but it's more condensed so what do they say like an hour of yoga nidra would be the equivalent of three hours sleep of deep sleep so yeah it's really amazing so you could do like a 15 minute um yoga nidra and that would be like a 45 minute really amazing nap 
Um, so it's great if you're on the go and you don't really have that much time, just like 15 minutes, boom, I'm done. That's so cool. I remember we did a bit of yoga nidra in our training together in India. Um, but yeah, I, I don't remember talking about it that much or that kind of stuff. We just did a few classes with it. So it's really cool to hear that description. Yeah. And it's, um, it's just so amazing because it really is so healing, not only for body, but for mind, mm-hmm. because I don't know, in like sort of when people, when people have weird dreams, like quite a lot of the time, it's your unconscious and your subconscious mind, um, going through scenarios that maybe you haven't consciously processed. Yeah. So if you allow yourself to go into a state of deep, um, rest and deep sleep, that is you processing and healing everything going on within you so it's another way of just I guess finding stability finding balance releasing what no longer serves you so that you can be that sort of best version of yourself that's beautiful I love that we're gonna have to do another one just on yoga nidra (laughs) maybe maybe (laughs) actually like leading through one because there's just so much depth there and things we could go into um but tangent a little bit, but (laughs) no, I love that. That's, um, I mean, this is what it's for is genuine conversation, opening space to share. Uh, I I wanted to bring up though. One of my favorite times from our training was we were supposed to be doing, I think it was just Shavasana. We're just supposed to be laying there silently. And it had been just a really long month, basically. <laughs> and Such a long month. Our instructor for the night was just trying so hard to get us to be still and to concentrate. <laughs> and one person started laughing, and then another person started laughing. And then finally, everyone was laughing so hard that our instructor just let it be a laughing yoga moment. Oh, it was so that? fun. That was <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. And oh. I, I was just thinking back on that. I I guess I didn't realize just how genuine that was in the moment, but it was kind of just letting everything go with the flow. Like she wasn't, she stopped resisting and just embraced it. And people were allowed to shout out, shout out anything that they thought was like hilarious or funny or things that make them laugh. Um, and I, it was just a very genuine connection moment of being completely there, completely present. It was really cool. That was so good. I forgot about that, actually. (laughs) I totally forgot about that. That was amazing. I just, yeah, I remember that. And it was stuff that wasn't even that funny, but everyone just like, I think everyone was so hysterical after being so sleep deprived, body so exhausted, all of this information overload. And then we just suddenly like released everything with laughter. It was so good. It was. That was a very Moments of like pure sort of humanness. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. It was very human. We were just, it was one of those, you had to be there moments to laugh at the things that we were saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was so good. Yeah, I mean, I can't even remember what we said. I just remember everything being hilarious. Yeah, I remember we for sure made fun of the philosophy instructor. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't maybe always see eye to eye with him. No, just to give a little bit of background on that, we don't need to go too much in depth because it, there was so much beauty around that course. Um, but the one thing that maybe left the tiny sour taste in my mouth was the philosophy instructor. We were all so excited to study philosophy in India, and he would legit talk about his bank account and his sex life every day. And he sexualized the mantra Om when we came yeah. to talk about it. So yeah, that was 
one of the only things that really stood out as as a bad experience. But as I'm sure, Faye, you can resonate with this. We often learn quicker from the bad than we do from the good. I absolutely agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. I think you have more learning. Uh, le- what do I want to say? You have more room for growth in the bad experiences than in the good experiences. Right. And it shows you what you don't want to repeat. It shows you what you don't want very quickly. And so a lot of times we do respond to negative enforcement pretty quick because we're just like, oh, we don't want to repeat that mistake. <laughs> don't yeah. want to have that happen again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I guess um, like thinking about the sort of finding enough is that sort of point of if someone reacts negatively to you, mm-hmm. it actually, generally speaking, doesn't actually have anything to do with you, exactly. but it's it, them in themselves. And I think when you get to a place where you feel quite peaceful inside, you realize that and you're like, okay, well, they might be having a bad day. Like something else might have happened in their life. Um, it might not necessarily all be about me or I've triggered a wound in them that they haven't properly healed from. So yeah, that's quite a nice space to like come to and realize as well at certain points, because I, I don't know, I definitely, when I was younger, used to take on so much, like if, if anyone was negative or like, oh you know, gosh, yeah. didn't like me for whatever reason, I'd be like, oh no, this is terrible. <laughs> right? I think, yeah. I think when you realize that you're like totally okay as you are, Mm-hmm. You take all those negative experiences with a pinch of salt. I mean, there's always room for growth and to explore. Yes. But I think that sometimes people are just having a bad day. Right. It's okay too. It can be really hard as an empathetic person. Uh, Faye, you and I went into this a little bit earlier. But as an empathetic person, I feel like many of us are waking up even more to those feelings and becoming just a little bit more overstimulated and overwhelmed when it comes to taking on all those feelings. However, like you just said, when you start to realize what feelings are yours and what are not, what it might just be reflections of others um, coming at you, it Mm -hmm. really allows for more understanding, appreciation and separation, but in a healthy way, not feeling separated from others in a disassociative way, but just understanding like, oh, like, again, they're just having like a bad day, or this is something maybe that I can grow and change within myself because you're seeing almost like a reflection uh, back to yourself. And you're seeing the things that you don't want, which is usually why we have people. We usually, uh, why we have people we don't like or things that we don't like about others that like just really stand out to us that might not stand out to others. And you're like, Oh, I wonder why it doesn't stand out to them. Cause it's not their lesson to learn. Yeah. We see this in somebody else and that is our opportunity to understand, well, is that something I can fix within myself? Usually it is not saying everybody wants to do the work all the time, but usually (laughs) it is something that you can address to heal within yourself. And it's an opportunity presenting itself most of the time. Absolutely. And it's that sort of balance between, am I tuning into my ego or am I actually sort of listening to what's like the undercurrent because ego will be like it's their fault (laughs) it's all on them (laughs) I'm fine whereas like (laughs) undercurrent undercurrent might be like yeah there's something for you to sort of work on here absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. and I mean I feel I didn't really understand any of the ego stuff until I was probably 25 that's Mm. when I started to really delve into I'm 28 now um but and I'm really glad for all the things out there today that are letting people be more educated on that ego factor. Cause you hear ego, but you don't really understand how 
spiritual that is and all the circumstances that kind of surround that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And I, it's so nice that every, like this conversation is being more widely had. Um, yes. Because it used to just like, people would just have it all inside and not be able to speak about these things. And now people are actually starting to talk about it. And then they're like, oh, okay, this is like a normal thing. Like we can actually speak about these things and everyone goes through it it's not like we're unique we're not special to these experiences we're unique to our own ones but every single person goes through them has their struggles has their ups and downs and I think that's such a beautiful thing to be like oh actually I'm not alone in this I have like every single person is going to go through their version right that goes back to like feeling seen and heard and understood um, yeah. which is just, you know, a basic human need, really. We we yeah. desire to be seen and felt and have that connection, that relation with others. Um, we are a tribe of animal. We are not, <laughs> we do not like to be lone wolves most of the time. Like, yeah, some of us do, but most of us in general, humans crave that kind of connection and to be recognized. And that can be a really addicting thing too. I was talking to somebody this about this the other day about like, mm-hmm. when you feel seen, like that's addicting. And then when you surround yourself with people who you do not feel seen around, it can be traumatizing. Yeah. And and you'll like search for that in those people that can't give it to you. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it's a bit debilitating really. Um, no, that's, yeah, that's, it is, it is addictive. It's, um, you just want like to be around it. I, but I always find that it flows so naturally when you don't look for it. Um, yes. I think that's also like non-attachment is such a beautiful thing and it's so hard. (laughs) hard. I'm not grasped it just yet. (laughs) But it's when you're not looking for sort of those connections that they find you and um, having a little bit of faith, I think, that Mm -hmm. everything will work out the way it's supposed to. um, I always find so helpful as well in those darker moments. I love that. And it's, you know, it might be a little cliche, but it's so true. Like everything usually works out one way or another, and we might not be able to see the message or the reason in the beginning, but more often than not, if you take a step back, you're able to see it eventually. Yeah, definitely. And, I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So wrapping up for today, I just want to thank you again, Faye, for coming on and sharing your story and just having a genuine conversation with us, sharing that space. Uh, so I really appreciate you and thanks for coming on. Oh, it's been so nice. Thanks so much for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. Everybody have a great day. And if you want to uh, check out Faye on social media, she does beautiful content consistently, very uplifting, very genuine. Um, I've used that word a lot, but it's very true for today. So Faye, go ahead and share your tag for social media. Oh, it's at yoga.with.faye. Yes. All righty. And everybody for listening, thank you so much. And I hope you have a beautiful day.